Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama, yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. Hello again and welcome. So today we have an exciting conversation with my good friend, Dion DG McGee. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you probably heard uh, the interview that I posted. I was a guest on her um, YouTube channel and I posted uh, the interview that I did with her. And uh, today she's joining me as my guest. And so I want you to listen in on this conversation. So what can you expect? Well, we talk about a range of things, everything from business to ministry to purpose, passion, um, the importance of having a great coach, and so much more. So I believe that you'll really enjoy this episode. Uh, Dion DG McGee is a phenomenal woman who I had the opportunity to meet in North Carolina, and she wants all women to roar. That stands for be relentless, optimistic, ambitious, and results-driven towards your personal and professional goals. And so I am really excited to speak with her and really excited to, um, to share her with you. So enjoy today's episode. Right, so welcome everyone to another awesome episode of the BMW Life. And I'm so honored to have my good, good friend now. We are just like sister friends at this Yes. Point. Uh, I feel like I have known her forever. Uh, the one and only <laughs> incomparable, you heard me? Miss um, Dion DG McGee is in the building. And yes. She- to um to share some fire with us come on she's all about that roar and um i have been admiring her work uh during especially during COVID 19 which i think has given us an opportunity to um to get together more and follow folks more right right online primarily and so i i admire her heart and her work and just and the way that she shows up in the marketplace. It's phenomenal. And I am going to share her with you today. And so the first thing I want to do is say welcome and thank you so much for agreeing to be here today. I am uh, elated, Serena. I appreciate the opportunity. The feelings are mutual. When we first met, I felt like, I was like, hey, I know her. She is me, okay? So I'm honored to be here to share, excited about the conversation. And my prayer is that we um, move the universe forward and someone gain some nuggets. If we're here only for the one, I pray that the one gets it so they can go to the next season. 
I know that's right. I know that's yes. right. This, this is going to be, this is going to be really good. Um, so I want to start by, if we could, let's just start with your story um, because we have so many similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, story and the way that we've started and how we how we've gotten to where we are now but if you could just introduce yourself to the audience let them know kind of you know where you started from and what it is that you're up to these days wow i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to sum that up so the the journey the journey itself is 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 a long span but for the sake of, of where we are and what we're doing i'll say i'll say say this, I am from uh, the metropolis of Washington, North Carolina. So if anyone happens to catch this from Washington, North Carolina, I am representing the 252 uh, small town, humble beginnings, if you will. And with that, with that being said, I was raised by my mom, my grandmothers, and my aunt. So I grew up with strong black women showing me the way to, to lead, right? So that, you know, You know, that being said, that cultivated me to being the leader uh, that I am, a, a person of influence, trying to help other people get to that next level, uh, if you will. So I ended up in corporate America as a leader. And with that, I was working in a uh, non-diverse and inclusive place, non-diverse and inclusive place, 4,000 employees, less than 10% minority then i was the only african-american female sitting in the executive suite so the struggle was real you don't have to be a statistics major Mm -hmm. to know that those numbers are a bit skewed right so i just got tired of playing the game i got tired of the politics and everything and so from there i started taking notes and my notes turned into what was the book and the book was not intentional. It was me taking notes to have conversations with HR. Hey, I need you to help me get rid of some of these toxic people. It was for me having a conversation with my vice president. I need you to help me get rid of some of these toxic people. No one is listening because whatever she's dealing with can't be that bad because she's still winning multi-million dollar accounts. So whatever it is, she'll be all right. She'll get over it because our numbers look amazing, right? But God spoke to me one day in my office and said, those notes were not for them. I trusted you with trouble Mm -hmm. and I need you to share this story with some others that are going through the same thing in this workplace, the corporate space, wherever it is, whatever challenges you have. And that's what turned into finding your roar. Yeah. Yeah. And and so you guys have to get the book. Okay. So her. Telling you. No, you, yeah, you, I was, I was just saying you, you have to absolutely get the book. Okay. Yeah. Available on Amazon. It is fine yes. for uh, the lion in leadership. Come on. Tell you <laughs> it is dope. What I love is it's a lot like, you know, same thing with my book. I was not setting out to be an author. Um, and certainly I needed short, sweet and to the point because anything over, you right. Know, 150 pages i need to see the movie there you go <laughs> yeah that, that and that and that was on purpose i was like 100 or less I, I i need to sum up the story and give people in a snippet because we don't have a whole lot of time you know yeah and 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 here's the other thing that i loved um i love about just even hearing you speak like as i've been watching some of your videos and mm-hmm 
the stuff that you've been doing and pouring during mm-hmm. 19 while people are locked up. Mm-hmm. Um, Dion is, is unapologetically a believer <laughs> and every yeah. principle is a, is a biblical principle. I mean, it is, and I love the fact that it just is what it is. Like right. to put it on and take it off and put it on. It's just you. Too much work. <laughs> you either in or you out. Um, and, and there's a place for that because there's a place for you and it's needed. Like you come in as a light that shines in dark places. Thank and you. I, and I love, what do you like? So I know you talk to other women who, um, who have the issue of, okay, am I being too, too Christian, too mm-hmm. believer too like, am I doing too much? Like, what do you say to folks that are trying to find that balance? Cause yeah. Some feel like, you know, there's, there's a fine line, right? And code switching is exhausting, okay? <laughs> it, it's exhausting. It will wear you out mentally, physically, just all of it, right? And I was like, I can't do this. I can't play this game. So I just honestly believe as a woman of faith in the workplace, uh, and at this point, you know, being a business owner, entrepreneur, doing my own thing, that I had to be who I was. Now, does that mean going in the office, quote scripture all day, every day? Does that mean speaking in tongues and laying hands on people and, you know, telling them that they hell bound in the break room and that? That's not what that means, right? But I had to be who I was. So, my walk itself, I didn't have to tell people that I was a woman of faith, woman of faith or Christian. They knew that by what I was exemplifying in the workplace. So I didn't have to quote scriptures and all of this all the time. You know, yeah, I wear a cross on my neck. I have my Jesus piece. But if I didn't, right. you would still know because it's the way I carry myself. You know what I mean? So there, there, you have to be careful, you know, so don't go into the office doing that, but be who you are. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it. Do you feel the same shift I'm feeling right now, though, with all that's going on? Like we are, I I feel like right now, we need to be that light that shines in dark places intentionally. You know what I mean? Like we absolutely intentional about the conversations that we have, because at the end of the day, we're walking around with the solution to the world's problems. You know what I'm saying? And God has entrusted us to be able to walk into certain rooms. Everybody can't do that. No. And everyone's not called to do that. And I don't know about you, but I struggled a lot. I struggled for a while with the um, more, more believers not understanding that there are people who are called to be in the marketplace. Mm. What we call the do just like, like Joseph, he didn't ask for the dream or the coach. It is what it is. It is him to prosper in Egypt. You know what I mean? In in a foreign place and rose him up so that he could be the one to bring in the God's people, you know? And I I really believe that God strategically places us in different places and ultimately he gets the glory. Absolutely. You experience, like, do you experience the same thing? And are you feeling that same like shift? Like there's this exchange and there's these folks that are being connected, like God is connecting dots for you in this season. Do you feel that? Listen, we can be on that for, for, for quite some time. So one of the, one of the key things that you said is shift. So that, that is part of my mantra. And I want everybody to capture this, write it down, put it on your refrigerator. Shift means suddenly 
-hmm. He intervenes, forcing a turnaround. Come. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it one more time. Suddenly, he intervenes, forcing a turnaround. So, what we are doing is marketplace ministry. I don't have to go in corporate America and offer a keynote and speak in tongues. Okay. No. I can go in corporate America, say what I need to say. And people have come to me in corporate America. They can be turbans, head wraps, whatever, whatever, all types of nationalities. And they will come to me after and say, you just took us to church at, at the corporate conference. I was like, I did. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, you did. I said, but I didn't quote any scriptures. I didn't say this. You didn't have to. We felt it. I said, well, if that's the case, my work here is done. Yeah. I did. I did what I was supposed to do. So does that mean that I have to wear a collar? Does that mean that, you know, everything that I do has to be in the four walls of the church? Mm -hmm. This is evangelism outside the four walls of the church. And it is necessary because the real work is not in the church. The real work is outside of the church. And I'm to a place now that I'm so comfortable with it. As you said, either you like it or you don't like it. Okay. And it is what it is because when I get to the gates, no one can offer me a letter of recommendation. You understand? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So let the work that I do speak for me in corporate, outside of corporate, in the kingdom, wherever, this is who I am. I, I, I had to come to that conclusion myself. Yeah. It's like, we, I'm working for one well done. Yeah. Not many good jobs. You know what right. I mean? And, and, and my thing was, I, I started getting like, okay, how long are we going to shine our light at each other? you shine back at me like there's so much more (laughs) to do in terms of work so yeah i have um have similar personalities right we are we are go-getters right you know we're ambitious we're gonna go for it we are driven by nature right that's very clear not everybody is like that though no ma'am and we have those that are listening, and I and I, I have faithful listeners that are um, being challenged, right, to to mm-hmm. get out of their comfort zone and um, and do what seems impossible, do what feels uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and and my thing is I don't want to see anybody um, die holding on to what God has given you. You know what I mean? Mm. Leave it here. Leave it here. What what you have is necessary here. And so for those that are a little less or a little more reluctant, right, mm-hmm. than we are, mm-hmm. to jump out and just do, mm-hmm. how, what do you say to, to, to somebody like that, that knows they have something in their heart they should be doing, they're trying to get there, but they just like, I'm not as bold as, as, as you are, uh, DG. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I'll, I'll answer that. I'll answer that with a, a, a snippet of a story because I have been that person. Mm. Now, while while I'm in this exec- executive space, part of my role and responsibility was to go on leadership tours and conferences and empower other women to have a seat at the table. So I'm an advocate for diversity and inclusion. I want women to stop uh, feeling like they're, they're not knowing our worth or our value that we're the admin for 30, 40 years when we need to be sitting in the executive suite. Because if I can get to the table, my responsibility is to make a seat for you at the table. Okay. Exactly. But p- part of the issue that I had was every time I tried to bring someone else to the table, there was always a reason why no one else could sit to the table because the mindset was we have met our status quo. You understand what I'm saying? So there's no more spots at the table. We have you. I was like, no, this is this is not what we're doing, right? But that is what 
the book is about, and the roar simply means to be relentless, optimistic, ambitious, and results driven. That was my charge when I'm out empowering other women to have a seat at the table. Yes. Now, yes. God is tapping on my shoulder, and even the event planners are saying to me, You know what? I'm sure you're great at this whole sales and marketing thing you're doing. You out here winning all these major contracts and this and that and the other, but you really need to look into this speaking thing. This was many years ago, right? I was like, Get out of here. Nobody's going to be a speaker. I, I got this sales thing down. You know, everything is lovely. Commission is great. Six figures. Like, we're living the life. Like, okay. Right. So I'm like, I'm not getting ready to be anybody's speaker. Like, we're not doing that. Okay. God kept tapping. I was like, no, nah. okay. <laughs> Went to sleep one night, Serena. When I woke, when I, in this dream, I found myself at the gates of heaven. And I'm standing at the gates, long processional line, streets paved with gold, choir singing. It's just beautiful, okay? Mm -hmm. I finally make my way to close to the front of the line, and I'm peeping to the left. Mm -hmm. I'm peeping to the right to see who I may know because I might need a favor because I know that I didn't die every eye and cross every T. Okay, let's be honest. We're not perfect, right? Right, right. But I'm so close. I'm so close. Mm -hmm. So God com comes over and says to me, welcome, daughter. I said, God, I thank you for, for the opportunity to make it up. I'm so glad to be here. I said, I want to take this time to thank you for keeping my family from danger seen and unseen. He says, you're welcome, daughter. Stay right here. I'm going to go and get your chart. Now, y'all work with me. There's no charts in heaven. Don't get to heaven and think there's going to be no charts because it's not in charts, okay? This is my dream, okay? Flow flow with me, okay? Dream. So he, come on now, right. <laughs> he, he goes to get the chart. He comes back, and he's looking at my chart. He says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said, everything looks good here, daughter. He said, but there's one thing that's missing from your chart. I'm close, y'all. All he has to do is open the gate mm. and I'm in heaven, okay? He said, there's one thing that's missing. And I said, well, what could that be? He says, I see where you accomplished a lot while on earth. You made an impact. He said, but I'm not seeing where you became that roaring empowerment speaker to lead people to where they need to be. He says, I'm not seeing that in the chart. My heart dropped I have heart palpitations. I'm sweating profusely. All he had to do was open the gate and I was in heaven. Okay. So he says, because I don't have any response mm -hmm. because you didn't do what I called equipped and created you to do. There are others on earth whose goals, dreams, and aspirations will die because they never had an opportunity to hear you speak. Businesses will never be started or formed because you never spoke. Whoa. Books would never be written because no one had an opportunity to hear you speak. Clients that needed coaching to get pushed to their next level would never get off the ground because you didn't do what I called equipped and created you to do. So to okay, so to answer your question, if God has given you something and you sitting on that thing, you're not gonna rest. He won't let you rest until you do it. Yeah, yeah. I woke up in a cold sweat, <gasps> like for real. And I was done. I, I asked for forgiveness. I said from that day forward, wherever, however, I'm supposed to speak, I'm showing up. If it's only for the one, I'm showing for the one because that's who it's for. 
Listen, how, so wait, how, <laughs> how long after the dream mm-hmm. did it take for you to actually start to do what it was that you needed to do? Let me tell you how, how, how much of a sense of humor got asked. So after the dream, it was three days after the dream. I didn't even put myself in the running for this. I get a call. This is my test. I get a call saying, hey, we heard about you. We want to know if you can come speak at our conference. And I'm looking at the phone like, okay, God, this is a test. I got to say, yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> I got to say, I got to say, yeah. I was like, oh, absolutely. I'm available. I ain't looking at no calendar or nothing. Cause whatever it can get moved around. Cause I got to do this. Cause I cannot have this conversation for real. Right. Like right. this can't happen. Right. Yeah, that is, yo, listen, you already know. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, somebody's waiting for for that book only you can write and that thing and and that is so true and for me i think the thing that continues to drive me is i know that i do not want to keep people waiting you know what i mean i don't want to be the cause right you not being able to get up take up your bed and walk i don't want to be the cause of you not doing the thing that god wanted you to do because that's it and the same way that, um, you know, when I look at and, and I, I've, I've said this before, like to my sister and stuff, um, she's a writer, needs mm-hmm. to get all these books out of her and has some books that have spoken directly to her. I mean, and it, she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. And I said, imagine if he wouldn't have wrote that book. Mm. Just imagine. And so the same is true for you. And some of those works, you know, listen, we, we believe in being raptured, caught up, gone, out of here. Some of them works going to be here, like yeah. here. If you find my book in the dollar store after the rapture, <laughs> like <laughs> you won't know the person. That's right. I'm so, I really believe that, you know what I'm saying? I believe right. that you, there are some works that can be left here for what, what for whatever time period it is, right. but it's, but it's valuable and it's needed. And the thing we have to learn to do is just trust God. It's actually easier to do what he says do than it is to try to make it happen on your own. Because when he does it, he also pays for it. Come on does it he also opens up the door when he does it he makes all things well there's nothing for you to do but trust him absolutely i i agree wholeheartedly and like you say it's so much easier when you try to do it on your own and force fit this thing you know a, a lot of times we we struggle as um christian business women right and not knowing as we talked about previously you know the the, the right time the right place or space to let people yeah. know this that and the other and one of my friends said to me he said this is a while ago he said you you're struggling. And he said, you will continue to struggle. He said, you keep talking about corporate leadership until you bring the kingdom leadership with the corporate leadership, which is all of who you are together. He said, you're going to keep struggling. Okay. You're going to keep struggling. And when he said that tears welled up in my eyes and I said, you know what? The code switching, it, 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 it takes too much out of it. I can't be this over here and be this over there. I got to be all of who I am, and I'm a king's kid, so corporate going to get what they're going to get, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> and everybody, everybody's getting the same thing, yeah. okay? Yeah. Everybody's getting the same thing because it's marketplace ministry. I am who I am, and there are some people that are struggling with that. That Do I really let people know, you know that I'm a Christian in my business? How's that going to be perceived? Be who you are. Be who you are. Be who you are. Yeah. Oh, there's no need to code switch. So 
let me ask you this. And I usually ask um, most of my guests that come onto the show mm-hmm. or come onto the podcast, this, this one question. So the, yeah. the work and a lot of this podcast has been based on um, this one quote, which is, and this is the basis of the work that I do with like coaching and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, life has a way of shaping and molding you into someone that God never intended for you to be. Right. And I believe that this journey is not about becoming anything, but it's more about unbecoming everything that is not really you Mm -hmm. so that you can be who you were always meant to be. What does that mean to you? Wow. That's now that is super heavy because I feel like it's like layers. We all have layers and we all have things that we have gone through. And sometimes the people around us can draw us to some things that we not, we need not necessarily be a part of. So we got to let go of some people. Mm-hmm. We got to let go of some things. We got to really connect to him for us to really discover who it is that he really created us to be. But in, or, I just feel like regardless of what happens all of those things happen to us for a reason in order for us to be yeah yeah what what was created and predestined before we even got here you understand what i'm saying so just absolutely so yeah so we have we have to understand that and each day is not going to be a great day you know that may they may be some some consequences some setbacks but take it as a learning experience i don't have bad days my days i'm always learning something as long as i get the lesson Mm-hmm. out of what it is that I was supposed to learn so that I can apply it for the future. Like I got what I was supposed to get. I can build on that. I don't want to keep taking the same test over and over. Don't, I don't want to keep going around in circles, failing the same little test you keep giving me. I got to master this thing. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get so focused. I think on like just becoming, doing more, becoming more, get more, more money, more power, more stuff. And mm-hmm. and I mean, I I know I was intentional about approaching this year, and I'm I'm curious about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, when when January came in, I I actually wrote in one of my statuses. I was like, this year, I am not running attaining, obtaining, mm-hmm. hustling, grinding, uh, <laughs> and, and I, like, I'm not doing all of that. Right. I am simply going to focus on being, yes, being who God called me to be. And mm-hmm. I believe that my being is going to attract Come on. thing that I'm supposed to have. So I'm not running, chasing, hustling over nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be. And so I, I, I came into the year really intentional like that. And mm-hmm. Lord knows when I tell you God has been blowing my mind month after month, I told you we prospering in a pandemic. Come on. Onium pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when I say prospering, I'm talking about being able to fund things, being able to employ people, mm-hmm. being able to purchase things, you know what I'm saying? And being right. like, be a blessing, right? We're not begging in this season. We are being a blessing. And, and that's a testimony, not a right. testimony to how great I am, but how, how great my God is. And so I see, I've seen the shift in my own life when my perspective changed as a business owner, as a woman of God, as a mother, as a wife, like, I'm not chasing, I'm just being, and that is attracting what I'm supposed to have any old way. Cause what God has for me mm. and what God has for you, it is for you. So how, how did you approach this year? And I, I'm curious as to if it was like similar, you know, 
it, it is very similar. One of the things, you know, so 2020 really didn't turn out the way that any of us had planned, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, to, to some degree, right? But here's the thing. We talked about um, crystal clear vision. You know, I can see clearly now. Like, if you don't see super clear now, it might not be in the vision that you thought it was going to be. But at this point, I think it's crystal clear as to where we stand. Having a, a business is not an uh, option anymore it is a necessity okay we, we we all need to have multiple streams so this is what i said i said so it's really funny i said god i'm gonna do what it is that you call me to do Mm-hmm. Similar to what you just said, this is crazy. That I'm not getting ready to be doing all these shows and all these events where it is that you have me to be. I have to be strategic yeah. about it. Okay, I'm not doing the code switching. I'm showing up wholeheartedly, 100% as the Christian businesswoman. Okay. Yeah. And whoever you have me to work with, contracts landing on my desk, that is who we supposed to work with. Okay, so I'm praying about these um, partnerships and collaborations before they come, because truth be told, we can't work with everybody. Right. All money is not good money. I don't chase money. I want to be who he has created me to be. And if you see something in me that you feel like you want to partner and collaborate, then that's what we do. But if it's and it has to go both ways, you might not be a good fit for me. So it go. It's a two way street. Right. But as far as you say, securing the bag, God has already secured the bag. So I'm not chasing money. Okay. I'm chasing, I'm chasing my purpose, my passion. Okay. I'm being relentless, optimistic, ambitious, and results driven. And oh, by the way, in the midst of that, if you feel like we need to do business together, then let's do business together. But if hustling, no ma'am, I'm done. No ma'am. No ma'am. And and that had to be, that was an intentional shift for me because I was like, I I, I didn't realize I was in hustle mode. Just, you know, when you're telling be all over the place. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and, and, and so here, here's the other thing. You are a coach, right? Mm-hmm. And, and talk a little bit more about what you do. Cause I, I mean, what you do is so important to other um, entrepreneurs as well. But I, I, um, from a coaching perspective, having a coach is a game changer. I'm a genius. Is people do not tell you this. I mean, and if you have grown up in a culture where it's kind of like, well, what you need somebody to tell you what to do for, I mean, can't you just go? Coaches change the game for you, just like coaches hmm. change the game for the athletes on the court. That's it. That's it. They have a different perspective, and you gotta have somebody who can see which what you can't see. You know what I'm saying? And can. Right you and stuff like that so explain what you do as a coach like what is your role as a as a coach so i'll i'll say this i have had three okay i've had three coaches that were absolutely 100 percent necessary for me to show up the way that i show up today right and and at the onset i was like you got to be crazy like i'm not doing that like i'm you know i'm be all right i got this right okay no (laughs) <laughs> I don't got it. I, did, I didn't have it. Okay. I was like, I got to get this together. Like for real. But here's the thing. What I found in order for us to get to where it is that we really need to get to, we have to first invest in ourselves. So I don't, I don't go out here promoting something that I have not done. I've had three. 
Right. And they have all moved me to next levels and next seasons in my life in order for me to be, like I said, who I am. So part of my role, even in that corporate space, they were stretching me then. I was coaching then, okay? Helping those people get to that next level and get the seat at the table and all of this, right? Right. So long story short, I just, I, I struggle with women not knowing their value and their worth, mm -hmm. okay? So when it comes to business, one of the most necessary tools in order for us to excel in business is speaking. Okay. Uh -huh. So I help women create their signature talk. Mm -hmm. Okay. In coaching these women, they, some of these women don't even realize they have a message or a story to share. This is just what happened to me. I didn't realize that, you know, it was necessary for me to share this with the world and it could help change and shape someone else's life, you know, life, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So the Roar University is the name of the coaching program. Mm -hmm. Roar University is set up to help women discover their speaking and take it to the next level. It is established to help them start their own coaching programs, okay, and help pull those books out of these women so that they can hit the stage, they can show up right. Even if you already have a business, a product or a service, if you can get 10, 15 minutes on the stage and know how to deliver and land that message right, that turns into additional sales of your products. So you don't necessarily have to be a keynote speaker in order for you to push your business to the next level. But if you can speak well and people can feel you when you speak, they can see the story that you're sharing with them, that takes your business to a whole entirely different level. So I need women to show up different. When you hit the stage or hit the room, when we talk about this light and darkness, they can be like, dang, who is that chick? And where is she from? And what does she do? And whatever she's selling, I'm buying it. Okay? So that's what Roar University is about. I help women come from behind the curtain to the stage. And roar. And roar, honey. Yes. That's it. Like, like ah. It. I love it. And I always say, I mean, people, especially business owners, you always, a successful business owner already has three additional revenue streams. Mm -hmm. You take advantage of them. So, because if you're running a successful business, people are going to want to hear about what it is that you're doing, how you're doing it, things you've overcome to be able to do that. Right. So that's yes. just speaking right there. Yes. That's the second thing. And then people are going to want to read about it and learn more about you. And so there's your product right there. So you have your successful business, you have mm -hmm. the speaking, you have the product and, and doors open from there. I mean, that's it for me. And, and I didn't know I was a speaker too, like, like you, I, I mean, mm -hmm. my, mm -hmm. I got to give the gab mm -hmm. and I was told to hush enough times when I was little, right? <laughs> You're still talking. I am. And now I talk for fee. Come yes, on now. I am. Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing that used to get you in trouble. Now people paying you to do it. Okay. Oh, now I get paid good to talk. Come on. Uh, <laughs> to talk. So, so no, seriously, but people, you know, I, I do know that there are so many individuals that struggle with that. Like, what would I say? I don't know what to say. And to have someone like you to be able to coach them and help them fine tune that message, because it is an art and there it are, is. are um, just naturally gifted to do it. Um, and then there are others that, that need that, you know, that need some more structure and need somebody to put something around it. Mm -hmm. For me, I've kind of always been a natural speaker and then I'm a preacher, you know, mm -hmm. I minister at church, I done taught Bible study and right. I 
church prepare you for a whole lot of stuff. So mm -hmm. speaking wasn't a big, it wasn't a big deal to me. And, and once I realized that my story um, had value and then that I had value, it was just like a matter of opening up and, and being able to, de to, to deliver, you know? Um, but, to have something like Roar University, and you guys need to check this out, all of this will be in the show notes. Um, so you'll be able to, to visit Roar University and see um, what, what she has going on because that is a, you have a powerful message, no doubt about it. Um, I think each and every person listening right now, you have a powerful message and all of your messages don't have to be shared on a big, on a big platform. Um, right. Some, you know, some speakers speak in small groups, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just about building that confidence and sharing the way that God leads you to, to share. Um, but I think that that is so powerful and much needed. Thank you. Thank you. I, I honestly, I couldn't be happier. I could not be happier. All that stress and weight of the world that was on my shoulders from corporate America. I can, yeah, I'm, I'm good now. I'm really good. So we are already like at time, girl. We, I feel like we just got into the conversation. I know, right? Like this is good stuff. But it's a it's a conversation. We'll definitely have have you back. Um, awesome. Yeah, we will definitely have you back to do a part two of the of the conversation for sure. But I want you guys to go out and get the book Finding Your Roar. Um, that's where you can start. And um, could you tell everyone where to find you on social media? Oh, social media. Let's see. I am on LinkedIn as Dion DG McGee. And as far as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it is at DG McGee Motivates and uh, also available on uh, on YouTube. So I am uh, social media, a little bit social media savvy enough to be dangerous. Okay. <laughs> Get my social media life together myself. I, oh my. I, um, I told you my Serena Speaks got hacked two years Did ago. It? Yes, my Instagram. Uh-huh. So I stopped using that and we, we're, we're about to get it together. Serena Moore okay. Thomas coming soon. Y'all yes. stay tuned. Okay, we boss mom wife life right now, but my team is getting me together. They like awesome. the decision now. You, We're we going to do this one name. Um, so, we, <laughs> so we can streamline. Right. Stuff. And I'm like, y'all do that. I want to do contracts. I'm going to do this. And then mm -hmm. guys work on that stuff. But if you follow um, DG, McGee, DG McGee Motivates. Yes. Yes. Instagram. I follow her. You should too. Like I said, it's all in the show notes. Um, if you have questions, of course, we are continuing the conversation on all the podcast episodes over on Facebook, the BMW Life Podcast page that's where we you know you can ask questions you can post things um and then you can also certainly leave us a review right here on itunes and i believe this is going to also be on youtube so yeah. stay tuned to all of our social media platforms you'll know when it's going to be released but i thank you dion uh for being here with me today i thank you for this conversation I thank you. I, I appreciate the opportunity. As I said, I hope that it has helped someone, even if it's just the one, whoever is for is who is for. So I, I am elated to be here and I appreciate the opportunity to be able to share. Yes, 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 yes. Do you have anything coming up you want to leave us with? Oh, wow. So there's, there's a lot um, that's going on. So I will say this, this is available for everyone. And this is the this is the plus. Go follow on social media, and you will see access to the Roar University Masterclass. 
get, get, get you some free information to help push you a little bit further. There's a free masterclass that is available. I want everyone that is under the sound of my voice to be able to access that, take that and get you thinking about those things that you sitting on, those things that God has tapped on your shoulder. Okay. So if you need to build that business as far as speaking, coaching and writing that book, that's going to help you move a little bit closer. I know that's right. Come on, yes. the resources. So that's come on. There are no excuses now. Excuses are the lies we tell ourselves, so it don't have to be our fault. Come on now. Um, so no excuses. You now okay. have a tool and a uh, awesome coach. That Thank you to see you succeed. And so I think I thank you so much for the work that you are doing. And likewise to us working together, we have to put something together like soon, soon. Yes. Um, out of these COVID-19 streets. We Listen. Something <laughs> together, like a big old empowerment event. Like I just, I, I, I can't wait to, to be able to share the stage with, with you again. Likewise. I can, it would be amazing. We, we got to work on that for real. We got to do it. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Was that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, we have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.